AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. Good evening, TGIF peeps. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Dynamite and address here during your drive time in San Diego. Busting through, exploding through the hype, hyperbole, and hypocrisy. Which means I am not going to be talking about no Stormy Daniels tonight, okay? So don't be thinking you're going to be hearing about that in the next hour. We got lots, though, that we got to share with you. And joining me, as always, during this time is my buddy, DJ Keard Stooks. On this blessed Friday, let us give thanks for stuff and things. <laughs> what are you giving thanks for, baby? Everything and all of it. Yeah. Well, I'm giving thanks for everybody out there who has tuned in tonight and every night out there. You guys mean so much to me. Thank you for sharing this time with me. And if you want to share it even more, you can give us a call here and chime in on all the topics of the day. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Lots of topics to get to tonight. How amazing is President Trump? This is a man who's dealing, he's handling everything all around the world from North Korea and a historic meeting that is set to take place on top of the fact that he has just done his second pardon and pardoned a man who did not get justice uh, from the Obama administration. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. You know what else? Uh, We've got that to talk about. We've got uh, some exciting stuff involving... um, how do I put it? We've got what's happening in what's that got in common between Florida, between California and Illinois? What do those states have in common? They all have gun control in common. That's what they've got in common. And that's what I'm going to uh, start with tonight. Um, don't have any updates. Maybe during the show, DJ Carrot Sticks can update everybody on what's happening in Northern California. Earlier today, we had hostages being held. There were finally some reports of of gunfire. There are still hostages being held in a veteran's home in Northern California. We're going to continue to to stay on top of this story and bring you updates on that situation. What do we know so far, though, about this incident in Northern California, which, which is similar to Parkland? We've got updates on Parkland, Florida as well, that they're soft targets. What's a soft target? A gun-free zone, something that makes it possible and easy for somebody who who has bad intentions and even a lawfully owned gun to go inside and start shooting up the place. That's what it's got in common. So today we had, uh, speaking of historic, we had, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about North Korea and Trump's historic plans a little bit later, but Florida did something historic today. We had a Republican governor sign into law the marjorie stone uh, stoneman douglas law which was all about primarily gun control it implemented a three-day waiting period for all gun purchases it raised the age to purchase guns to 21 it involved this is uh, what upset rick scott that he did not want was a martial plan to arm teachers but the teachers that were going to be armed were members of u.s reserves members of the National Guard, members of something called the Junior Officers Training Program or law enforcement officers. Classroom teachers that were only meant to instruct that did not have these other sideline occupations were barred um, from the program. And I'm wondering why not? You got to be law enforcement? Well, you mean law enforcement like the sheriff's deputies that sat outside and didn't go in? I would rather, if I was a parent, I'd rather trust my kid to a teacher who got some training who was actually at the front line of defense 
between the gunman and my kid. I'd rather have a teacher who's wanting to fight for his life, who's been trained on how to use a firearm, than some local law enforcement officer that might hide behind a car. Then we hear the other details of this Florida uh, gun law. $400 million. $400 million is going to go to mental health school safety programs. What does that mean? What $400 million on mental health programs without any definition that I can find as to what that means. But $98 million for physical school security. Shouldn't that be reversed? We've got four times as much going for programs that are undefined than we are actual school security in terms of the facilities themselves. Again, these are government buildings. Why do we have stricter security at the Department of Education in Washington, D.C. than we do at our schools with our children? $87 million for safe schools programs. Well, what does that even mean? Because if you've got $98 million for physical security and you've got $400 million for, mental, for school safety programs, why do you need another $87 million? Which is almost as much as physical security. You've got sixty, an additional $69 million for mental health assistance. Well, shouldn't that be a part of the $400 million for an undefined mental health program? Another $18.3 million for mobile crisis teams. That's, mobile crisis teams are not included in the $400 million? And then an additional $500,000 in mental health training. Again, shouldn't that be included? You see, you're going to have $18.3 million for mobile crisis teams and they're not trained in mental health? This, I, I'm looking at this and going, you know what? This, this to me, does, if I was a parent down there, I wouldn't necessarily feel any more secure with my kid in that school under this program. And then almost immediately after this program, after this uh, was law was signed into place, the NRA sued. And I'm glad that they did, because just like the 20-year-old sued in the state of Oregon, because under, in the state of Oregon, you can legally buy a gun at 18. So when he goes into Dixon Walmart and they tell him that, they now the, that they've decided you have to be 21, wait a second, if you're a legal age in this country at 18, you're, you're old enough to go into military, and, it's all, and particularly in Oregon where it's on the books that you're legally old enough to buy a weapon, nobody should be denying you that weapon. So the NRA is suing because of this age restriction. And what I'm hoping is going to come out of it is if it becomes the law of the land that you have to be 21 to be considered mature enough to buy a gun, then we need to raise the age of entry into the military to 21 and we need to raise the age of voting to 21. Because if now we're saying that our 18-year-olds in this country are too incompetent, too immature, and too irresponsible to own guns, then we don't want them in the foxholes either, do we? It doesn't make sense to me. I certainly, if you're telling me that some 18-year-old isn't mature enough to, to buy a gun, why do you want him to turn right around at 18 and a half and join the military? That's who you're going to want in the battlefield with your family member? Not me. I think we need to reassess because when you look at what's happened culturally, and I'm not hearing anything in this program with Rick Scott that addresses the issues going on with our students today because we've got some cultural, we've got some mental issues going on here. But I suggest that it's not about mental illness in the sense that these people are crazy. That's a catch-all phrase, as I've talked about before, that concerns me because there's a difference between being mentally ill and just being an evil person who decides to go and murder. It's not the same thing. And we should not be giving that blanket category for everybody because then it allows people to, to just um, opens it up for the government. There's a variety of different issues, but one of which is that it opens up to the government to decide, you know, who's mentally ill and go and confiscate, you know, guns from everybody. 
We still don't even know if Nicholas Cruz has been properly evaluated from a psychiatric standpoint and whether or not he's been declared mentally ill, which is an actual designation, a medical designation. I'm not hearing anything in here that has to do with the psychotropic drugs. Let's talk about confiscation of pill bottles in this country. Let's talk about a review of doctors. There was a Harvard doctor, actually from Harvard, this Dr. Kagan, who did a report recently who said one of the biggest problems we have in this country is he says, first of all, there is no such thing as ADHD. He says what we've got is parents and school teachers and doctors that don't want to deal with parenting. They don't want to deal with the old school method of a child's acting up and you've got to inflict some, you know, impose some discipline on them, some structure in the homes and in schools. No, when there's, when there's behavioral issues, they just want to throw a, a pill at them. That's from a Harvard doctor. I'm not hearing anything in here that addresses any of those issues. So we're still not keeping anybody safe from what I can tell, when you've got a $600 million plan and only $98 million of it involves physical security for the schools, I think there's something wrong there. And because to me, and I'm, I'm disappointed that any Republican governor joined on this, this is what it's, it's always about a gun grab. The reason why they're not talking about the deeper issues is because this is what the left always does. And they tell you, we don't want to confiscate your guns. Nobody's coming after your guns. Well, guess what's happening in Illinois? In Illinois, the House in uh, the state already has passed legislation passed uh, to confiscate guns, guns that were legally purchased by anybody between the ages of 18 and 21. If this, pa- it's HB 465 or 1465, it's moving on to the state Senate. And it says that if it passes the Senate, that it would require everybody between the ages of 18 and 20 to give up their ownership of certain guns, guns that were bought legally, and their magazines. And if they don't, they're going to be prosecuted. So don't tell me that the ultimate game plan here is not gun confiscation. How many 19-year-olds have gone on mass shooting sprees in this country? Yet how many millions of 18 to 21-year-olds own these weapons? And in fact, they go on to say in this Illinois legislator, this bill that these uh, are commonly, quote, commonly owned semi-automatics. Well, if they're commonly owned, then we don't have a crisis here. What this is is an exploitation of the left wanting to come after our weapons and using any excuse that they can, and it's death by a thousand cuts. In addition to it, we have a U.S. Senator, Danny Davis, the same guy who's buddies with Louis Farrakhan, who has put forth a bill to implement, I think, a 50% tax on all gun sales and all ammunition sales in this country. This is absolutely a gun grab going on in this country, and we need to push back against it. What, was, uh, what wasn't mentioned in the bill today, though, was, uh, and, I do, and I'll have to research this, but before this bill was signed, a, what I do like from one Florida lawmaker is that he introduced a bill that would require public schools to display the motto, In God We Trust. He was saying that while gun violence is a problem, it's issues of heart that need to be addressed as well. And this is what I was saying last night on the show. We've got a culture, and I've said many times, as soon as this happened, I said, don't talk to me about gun control right now. Because I grew up with 
practically every guy I went to high school with rolling up to school in a truck with a gun, loaded gun rack in the back. We've got, and, and we didn't have these problem then, problems then. We've got a cultural and spiritual problem in this country. That's what needs, needs to be addressed. And it's a result of decades of a cultural Marxist play to attack everything traditional American, and that's especially our Judeo-Christian values. And it's a cultural war. And you know what? We're pushing back on it. There's a reason, and and America is starved for it. America knows it. That's why we've had faith-based movies have been some of the most successful movies that have come out in recent years. And you look at the results, you look at the the ratings from the Golden Globes and from the Academy Awards and some of the ticket sales. You know, America is starting to reject that and starting to turn back to the traditional values. We're going to take a break and we come back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about who who knows the song and remembers the most played Christian contemporary Christian song in America. Who knows the song? I don't know if you can tell me what that song is on Facebook. There's a movie that's based about it, and we're gonna talk to one of the stars when we come back from the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Andrea Kay here. We've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created. If you're planning on buying or refinancing, it's a must to create your financial roadmap. And if you need a guide, let me introduce you to my go-to, Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760-815-8987, 760-815-8987, or visit thedavestapletondifference.com. That's thedavestapletondifference.com. NMLS number 248823. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. 
Visit them online at bridalwoodinsurance.com. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. Larry Elder here. If you're planning to sell your home, who you choose as your Realtor is critical. Call my friend and trusted military veteran, Realtor John Reeves of Reeve Point Real Estate. John sold 327 homes in 2017. That's one home sold every 27 hours. Selling more homes than any other agent means John can do so much more for you. In fact, he can buy your home if it doesn't sell. John guarantees he'll sell your home or he'll buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you, guaranteed in writing. John has over 4,000 exclusive buyers ready to buy right now. John nets his sellers nearly 3% more on average, which means more money in your pocket. So, guaranteed sold, ready buyers, proprietary systems netting more dollars on average, and selling your home faster? You get the point. Call John Reeves now at 858-800-HOME. That's 858-800-HOME. 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 AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me on this Friday fun day. Don't, not sure what all plans you guys have for the weekend, but uh, most people like to go to the movies. Maybe not so much uh, these days. A lot of people complain to me that they don't like the subject matter or whatever, but you know what? Faith-based movies are back, baby, and they are on the rise. They are some of the most successful movies we have, and one of the reasons is because Americans Americans know that we've got a cultural and a spiritual crisis in this country, and Americans are starved for feel-good fi- film. Feel-good films. Say that three times fast. And so I'm super excited to have with me now the star of the next, what is sure to be a breakout hit. Uh, who, who doesn't know the song, I Can Only Imagine? I mean, even if you didn't know it was, it was a Christian-based, a contemporary Christian song, everybody knows that song. But what a lot of people don't know is the story behind it. There's a movie coming out about it starring Dennis Quaid and Cloris Leachman and Trace Atkins and Madeline Carroll, and she joins me now. Hey, Madeline, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thank you for doing um, what is sure to be an incredibly, uh, well, at least that I can just tell from the trailer that this movie is so inspirational and just so wonderful. And uh, what you have done so many different movies in your past, you've worked with so many different people from Kevin Costner to uh, John Mahoney, who just recently passed away. Uh, rest in peace. Oh. What a gentleman he was in Gerard Butler. You really, at this stage in your career with your resume, you could really pick and choose what projects you want to do. Why this one? Well, to be honest with you, I actually um, was at a separate commercial audition when I found out about this movie. I uh, got paired up with this woman to be my mom, and I um, just was talking to her before we went in, and she was like, hey, you're Madeline Carroll, right? And I said, yeah. And she said, you need to go in on that new faith-based film, I can only imagine. And I said, like the song? And she said, yeah, like the song. And I was, like, so excited because as soon as I heard the title, I was like, this is going to be a really good one. So I uh, literally left 
called my manager and was like, you have to get me in for this card. I really want to go in. And it just so happened when she called them that they were trying to get a hold of me. So it was totally like fluke thing. I went in and I got to talk to them just for an hour about God, literally just got to talk to them about the Lord. And so they got to see my heart before they got to see me as an actress. And I left and I said to my mom, I was like, mom, it's okay if I don't get this part because I'm just so glad to know that there are other people like me out there trying to do what I'm trying to do. And um, I just happened to be blessed enough to get it. Wow. Well, it, it's uh, to me, it sounds like a God wink and that God put you together with this project. And and for those who don't know, the story of the song, as I can only imagine, was written um, by uh, uh, Bart. I, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Millard. Millard. I wasn't sure how to pronounce the last name. Um, and he wrote the song. He was the lead singer for Mercy Me. And he wrote the song about his dad. And I'm going to get choked up, you know, myself, and I'm not even in the movie talking about it, but it's, it's, it's a song about redemption and faith and love and, and, and it's just so beautiful. And so the movie is about him and and his dad and the relationship and why he wrote wrote this song and you play the wife, right? Yes. In the movie. Well, I, I play his wife, but, um, I actually, in the movie, it's about, you know, his life leading up to writing the song. So I play her in high school and I play her as a young woman. Okay, what's it like playing a real-life character as opposed to a fictional character? Or is there any difference? It was. It was very different. So normally, like, when I film something, I'm bringing, you know, myself to it and what I can bring, you know, or add to a character. But with this, I was playing someone real life. So I actually did um, some some research before I, um, you know, started filming, and the director sent me um, voice memo clips of, like, interviews that they did with her um, that I got to look at and listen to. But they actually didn't want us to talk before um, we started filming because they said that we're, you know, our personalities were just so similar that they didn't want to mess me up at all and, like, have me change anything. So they literally, even though I was playing a real-life person, was like, just be you, just be you. And then I met her at the premiere a few weeks ago, and I understood that they met. We're very, very much alike. So um, it was really fun. Yeah, so it took a lot of the pressure off because they were like, just be yourself. Um, but then I was nervous to see how she would react to it, of course, because I've never played, you know, a real life person before. And right. thank God she loved it. And I got to, you know, hear her heart and, and um, we really, really got along really well. And so it all worked out perfect. How hard is it being a, a Christian actress in Hollywood? Oh, man, it is. Uh, it is hard. I mean, my whole testimony with Imagine is I actually was going to quit acting this time last year, um, right before I got this part. And. I just got so tired of, you know, all the opposition and just goals coming my way that I didn't really want to do. And so I said a prayer and I was like, God, if this is no longer where you would have me, like, please, you have to show up. Like, I don't understand if it's no longer where you've called me. Like, it's so hard. You mustn't be in this anymore. And so I said a prayer that God would show me what he wanted me to do. And I said, God, if you still want me to be an actor, then send me something that would edify you. And literally the next day, um, I got a text message from a director remembering me a year later wow. for something I had auditioned <laughs> for a year ago. And um, he was like, hey, I want you to be in my next faith-based film. And so I was like, wow, total miracle. God just completely revived my dream and revived my, you know, uh, whole career. And then two months later, Imagine came along. So literally all last year, God truly was like my casting director um, and just opening doors for me that no man could shut. And it was just unbelievable, truly unbelievable. I was like at my wit's end. But when I surrendered it to God and said, you know what, here it is. I love you more than I love this. Like, show me what to do. God truly showed up. Wow. You know, it, I think it's one of the hardest things to do as a Christian is to completely surrender and to say, Lord, I want your will, not mine. And it's it's one thing to say say that that's what we should do, and it's another thing to do it. 
and you did it. You surrendered and Thank look what's you. happened. And I just, God bless you. Thank, Thank you, you for doing this movie. Thank you for being here tonight. It opens next week, right? Yes, it opens next week, uh, March 16th. And please, 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 if you're listening, go see it opening weekend because Hollywood is all about numbers. We need right. to keep making films like this. And um, the bigger the box office weekends, the more theaters it'll open up and go into. So yeah. please, please, opening weekend. Well, I will be there, and I encourage all my listeners to be there. And thank, thank you, you thank you so much, Madeline Carroll. We appreciate you so much and what you're doing. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate you, girl. All right. Have a good night, sweetie. You too. Bye. Bye. What a doll. It, I, I got to tell you, you know, it's, it's, that's an incredibly difficult business as it is to, to make it in and to do it as a Christian. It just, what a, what a powerful story. And I just absolutely believe, I know y'all really like me to hit it hard on politics, but I got to tell you, the cultural battle, I, I have to give a speech Monday at, the, at a local, where not have to, I was asked to, and it's an honor to do that at a local Republican women's event Monday. And I've been thinking about, you know, what I want to speak about. And it's just really been on me so much the last few weeks, this cultural war that we are battling so much. You know, I, be, I got first interested in politics because, you know, during the Iran, when I was a kid, during the Iran hostage crisis, and that, then later on I read... Uh, the Communist Manifesto, but so much of that was economic-based. You know, I really, you know, we knew that there was a moral decay in this country, but the extent that the cultural Marxist were making inroads to destroy the fabric of our country in a way that that I would have never thought in my lifetime. Wait till you hear the story I've got coming up later in the show with Bob Walters about what's happening in the California schools, and you'll get my point about the inroads that they have made, particularly through our children, to destroy the fabric of our society. And we've got, we can pull that fabric back together if we all come together and push back against some of this cultural Marxist stuff. Control the message and you control minds. I started doing my radio show because Mark Levin called on average Americans to get involved. He said when the left took over our education system and our media, he says that's when they started winning and they've got decades on us. And that's why I started doing this. We got we can we can reclaim our culture if we all work together to do that. I'm going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of reclaiming the culture and reclaiming a life, President Trump did something extraordinary today for Christian Saucier and somebody who was who was key in that. Julie. Vera will be with us from Reactionary Times to talk about it. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Hewitt here with more news about our Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise this summer. Usually these vacations only feature one of our talk show hosts, but the Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise gives you three of us. Myself, along with Larry Elder and Mike Gallagher, island hopping in paradise, discussing the state of our country. Boy, we got some stories to tell. Get details, reserve your accommodations early 
by logging on to am870.info. Use the keyword aloha. That's am870.info, keyword aloha. We're going to have a great time. Message and data rates may apply. Warranty good as long as you own your mattress. Details at Nectarsleep.com. All across America, people are raving about the amazing comfort of the Nectar Memory Foam mattress, like Maria in Philadelphia. The perfect amount of firmness and softness. John of Newport. I woke up and it was like my soul was happier. And from Phoenix. Nectar is the best mattress I've ever had. And there's Chris. I love this mattress. Chris is excited. So are Cody, BC, and Cindy. For the price, you cannot beat this bed. Free shipping, forever warranty, 365-day return policy. Free pillows! Who can blame them? When you order the amazing Nectar mattress, we'll give you $125 off plus two free pillows. Even better, you can enjoy your Nectar mattress for 365 nights with a money-back guarantee. Nectar, the most comfortable mattress at a remarkable price. To get Nectar's best deal of $125 off plus two free pillows, text TRUE99 to 234234. Or go to Nectarsleep.com. Text TRUE99 to 234234. T-R-U-E-99 to 234234. Now's the time to call and enroll your student at a quality private school for half price. Call now, 844-800-5757. AM1170, The Answer, has lined up some of San Diego's finest private schools just for you. Call AM1170, The Answer, and get the 2018-19 school year, preschool through high school, for half price. This is such a blessing that will save your family a lot of money. So what are you waiting for? See the complete list of schools at am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM1170 mobile app. Take your school, then call us at 844-800-5757 to lock in your child or grandchild's enrollment for half price. Give your student the solid foundation they can only get from a quality private school. Call now and give them that education for half price. Don't wait. These schools are going fast. Call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. 2018-19 school year for half price. 844-800-5757. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. In late 1811 and early 1812, the town of New Madrid in the Missouri Territory was hammered by three major earthquakes. Quote, the ground heaved and pitched, hurling furniture, snapping trees, destroying barns and homesteads, wrote Elizabeth Rush in the Smithsonian Magazine. Like those earthquakes, the election of 2016 produced two rivers in the United States media. One of those rivers is thoroughly inundated with anti-Trump, never-Trump debris and sentiment. The other is almost wholly free of those ingredients. It isn't just cable news. The two rivers effect is mostly the result of self-selected flows we direct to ourselves via Twitter feeds and chosen for us by Facebooks and Googles, almighty algorithms. The rise of partisanship on every issue, unmediated by respect for basic decency, is accelerating. Tapping the brakes and eventually making U-turn is what the media needs to do. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I'm about to make y'all's blood boil a little bit. 33,000 emails that were deleted, that were under subpoena, which is multiple felonies. These were emails that included classified information, including 22, which are the highest levels of classifications that are in our intelligence community called SAPs. That was after a felonious email server was set up. That was after perjury was uh, happening in front of Congress. Meanwhile... 
that was Hillary Clinton, of course, and she walked to this day. She has not been held accountable. In fact, when she was she was interrogated or questioned by the FBI, she wasn't even put under oath. This is a woman who sold off 25% of our nation's uranium to Russia. She's still walking around. In fact, she was allowed to uh, run for office to be president of the United States. Meanwhile, a young sailor with six photos on his phone, six photos on his phone, ends up doing a year in prison. He was finally pardoned today by President Trump. He ended up serving his entire time, but his even though he was pardoned today, his life has been devastated. But it's still it's still something to be grateful for that President Trump did. Joining me now is Julio Rivera from Reactionary Times, and Julio, I, I have to give him credit for in, in part for this because I think it was because of Julio and others uh, keeping the story at the forefront is why President Trump ended up pardoning Christian Saucier. Hi, Julio. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. What a wonderful day uh, for the Saucier family. Um, I, I don't want to take any credit in this. I mean, I think there's something Donald Trump, um, you know, obviously the, when he went to jail um, initially and when he started his sentence, um, you know, Donald Trump wasn't really even president then. So there wasn't really anything he can do to stop him going actually in. Um, he did serve the entire time. And I think once he was in there, um, you know, I, I, I think it came up a couple times and, and maybe they didn't look at it. It was a second look kind of an opportunity, which I'm very happy that there was enough of an outcry in public demand from a lot of different people to make this administration look into it. And, and thankfully, you know, it came in and hopefully they can move on with their lives in a positive manner. And, you know, he can maintain his veteran status. I would like to see what the, the actual final details are, if they can maybe if they can change perhaps even his um, separation from the military, because um, that would have a, a better bearing on his future prospects if his, he doesn't have that type of a discharge. There's a lot of uh, other things. He, he still has a lot of things he has to deal with. But this was a, a great one, and it was another promise kept by President Trump, in a sense. Um, you know, hopefully we'll continue to move forward in, in a positive manner as far as going ahead and, and letting our heroes in uniform know that they won't be used for political purpose, which is really the message that gets sent uh, for, to the military from the White House here with, with this uh, pardon. Yeah, um, you're right on. It was a promise kept, although I don't know that he particularly promised to pardon him when he was on the campaign trail, but he did highlight, and it was one of the reasons why he was elected, not because of his comments necessarily about Christian Saucier, but he campaigned to be the rule of law candidate. He, when people chanted lock her up, it wasn't even just about Hillary Clinton. It was about the fact that the, that there was two justice systems in this country. And Christian Saucier is the perfect example of that. How you can have this one woman running around, running for president mm-hmm. of the United States after she'd committed felony after felony. Far worse than what Christian Saucier went to jail for. So that the American people were, are sick of that. They want the same. They want uh, and she and on the campaign trail, she's going around saying nobody should be too, no business too big to to fail and no person too big to jail. Well, you know what? She should be in jail. And at least if she wasn't going to be in jail, Christian Saucier need to need needed to be out. I'm hoping he gets his benefits restored because the home is in foreclosure. They've lost two cars. They still need help. Do you have information where people can donate? Um, there, there is one set up. I actually, you know what? I, I shame on me. I don't know exactly what the site is, but if you go up and you look up Sadie Saucier on Twitter, um, she's quite easy to find. She has a very viral tweet uh, that she just put out a video of them actually cutting his ankle lock, uh, you know, for his uh, house arrest uh, stuff or the period that I guess he was under uh, surveillance in the home. 
um, they were able to cut that off of his ankle today. So if you look her up on Twitter, I'm sure that you can find uh, links to that there. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it is important. This, this to me, is a first step, actually, in restoring the rule of law. And the rule of law in a couple of areas. I'm looking, I'm hope there's on top of drudge tonight is that Trump is trying to work some deal with Mueller to end the Russian collusion investigation. I'm also looking for Jeff Sessions to do his job. Comey says, boo. Tom Fitton tweeted out today. Comey says, boo. And, you know, Jeff Sessions appoints a special prosecutor to investigate Trump. Now we see evidence after evidence after evidence about the crimes that were committed by the FBI and the Department of Justice. Even more information coming out today that it goes all the way up to the Obama administration. Some high-level staffer's husband worked for Fusion GPS, and we still don't have a special prosecutor. Jeff Sessions assigns some, gives it, hands it over to the inspector general who does not even have prosecutorial power. The American people are tired of two sets of justices. We want to, uh, systems, we want to see people held accountable in our government, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, but in all fairness, and I've bashed Jeff Sessions a lot uh, over the last year, and I think it has a lot to do with really the, the, the culture of lawlessness that we saw in the last administration not being further investigated. But this week, I mean, with the release of the Fast and Furious documents, uh, which is going to be coming, and then you have the also um, the, the going after the sanctuary cities, Maybe he's turning a positive corner here. And maybe the um, looking into the Fast and Furious is going to kind of show us some things about how the Justice Department was. And if you're going to clean the swamp, you kind of need to clean it through, you know, what the previous sins were. And they were truly in the Justice Department because Eric Holder, you know, going ahead and enabling this program to go ahead and run and then wanting to kind of, you know, uh, hide these documents, not let this information be made public, you know, which we're going to learn a lot about the way that things were running over there. In addition to Loretta Lynch, because the real big bombshell from the Comey testimony to me was always Loretta Lynch telling him to misrepresent to the American people the status of the Clinton investigation and trying to write it off as a matter as if it was something that wasn't, you know, like she wasn't actively being, you know, the, the, the subject of the FBI investigation while she was running for president, which is really lying to the American people. But that's, you know, the, between that, the Benghazi uh, misleading. It was just a culture. But maybe this is the way that they get, get that cleaned out and hold those people accountable through the Justice Department, through the Fast and Furious. Maybe that's where we're going with it. Well, you know, I think I think ultimately if we want real justice to happen at the, at the Department of Justice right now, I don't think it's going to come from Jeff Sessions. I don't. I think he's a swamp creature. As Otherwise, how do, how do you explain the fact that he recused himself after he accepted the job? He had to have known beforehand that he did. He handed over the Department of Justice in, the, in a witch hunt and uh, immediately but yet he's dragging his feet on a special prosecutor now. I think there should be a special prosecutor. I think it should come from somebody outside of Washington altogether. Let me tell you, you know, I had a mother who worked at the U.S. Attorney's Office and, and from New Orleans out here to San Diego, and there are some hardcore prosecutors that don't give a crap about what somebody's name is or how many years they served in Congress like Jeff Sessions does, and they will absolutely go to town and implement some equal justice under the law, and that's what we need to see happening. All right, now you are about, in the last 30 seconds, I've got reactionary times is back. Reactionary times TV is back right next week. Yeah. Next Tuesday, 6 PM on Facebook and on Periscope reactionary TMS at reactionary TMS. And you could also uh, catch your voice Saturday on, uh, your voice, TV and on Periscope as well. I'll be hosting with Tracy Ann tomorrow. Awesome. Julio Rivera. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, keeping that story alive for Christian Saucier an American hero and the injustice that happened to him. And thank you for all you do. Appreciate you being here. 
Thank you so much. God bless and always a pleasure. All right, honey. All right, now stay tuned because we come back. Wait till you hear. Y'all think it's, it's, it's bad in California. Wait till you hear what's going on in our schools here. Bob Walters, who's an advocate. Uh, for schools here in California and beyond. We'll be here to talk about some crazy that's happening here. And did you guys see this video from San Diego that's gone viral? I think it's got 9 million views about a woman being dragged out of her car with her kids screaming. I don't think the media is giving you the true story on that. We got it for you here. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying four and a quarter percent for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. In late 1811 and early 1812, the town of New Madrid in the Missouri Territory was hammered by three major earthquakes. Quote, the ground heaved and pitched, hurling furniture, snapping trees, destroying barns and homesteads, wrote Elizabeth Rush in the Smithsonian Magazine. Like those earthquakes, the election of 2016 produced two rivers in the United States media. One of those rivers is thoroughly inundated with anti-Trump, never-Trump debris and sentiment. The other is almost wholly free of those ingredients. It isn't just cable news. The two rivers effect is mostly the result of self-selected flows we direct to ourselves via Twitter feeds and chosen for us by Facebooks and Googles, almighty algorithms. The rise of partisanship on every issue, unmediated by respect for basic decency, is accelerating. Tapping the brakes and eventually making U-turn is what the media needs to do. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's half price tuition program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. 
Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. AM1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM1170. The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. It is Daylight Savings Weekend. Who loves Daylight Savings like I do? Spring forward, baby. I love it. I get extra sunlight every day. It's my favorite weekend of the year when we get to spring them clocks forward. I love it. I know that, in fact, I think we were talking about Florida earlier. I think they're, I, they might have already passed a law. Can you Google this for me, DJ Carrot Sticks? I, they were talking about keeping daylight savings time throughout the year. I don't know if they actually pass that into law or not. So I'm loving this. Y'all don't forget to move your clocks forward. Um, I just happened to see that reminder on our TV screens here in the studio. I also saw that there's the San Diego Yoga Festival this weekend and I don't do yoga, so I won't be participating in that. Uh, there is an, uh, another festival, i.e. conference, that's happening in December, December 8th through the 10th in San Jose that involves our kids. And as I was talking earlier in the show about a cultural uh, crisis in this country, there's a cultural Marxist movement. Mark Levin said they took over, when they took over education and our media, that's when they really took over America. Control the message and you control the minds. Somebody who figured out how the schools had been completely taken over and used against our kids instead of being, instead of the schools being what they were supposed to be about, which is training our kids and preparing them for the future, is Bob Walters, author of the book Facing Reality in America, America's Education. And he is here with me tonight. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, thanks for being here, and thanks for all your efforts in trying to help school kids. Uh, you were the one who tipped me off to this uh, summary, this uh, uh, summary of LBGT conference that's happening on December eighth through tenth in San Jose. It is uh, to address the AB three twenty nine California Youth Act, which has revised the sexual health education. For California school kids, grades 7 through 12, here's the main change. That they have added sexual orientation and gender identity to the curriculum. Now, parents may opt a child out of the sexual reproduction part or the HIV protection part, but they can't opt out from the sexual orientation or gender identity part. Meaning... You can decide to not have your children actually learn science, which is what sexual reproduction is. You can opt out from your children learning how to protect themselves from from catching a life-threatening disease. But you can't opt out from them being told about all the different ways that somebody can decide that they're not what sex that their body is, right? Yeah, it sure is. And they're bragging about it, which is kind of shocking. Well, yeah, they're they're bragging about one of the things I had to crack up as I was reading this is the rationale for not getting to opt out of the sexual orientation and gender identity part is that it protects bullying and harassment, although they misspelled the word rationale, you know, which which to me I laughed because I thought, you know what, these people, they can't even spell themselves. They're so caught up in pushing a social agenda that not only are they putting out kids that are illiterate and not prepared to go into adulthood, but they're illiterate themselves. This is a travesty what we're doing to kids. It is, and it's it's a shame that the focus is on this kind of side issue, and we're forgetting about real history and constitution and civic responsibility and learning to read, write, and and function in today's world. Instead, we've got these social things that are being pushed on the kids. 
starting in kindergarten, which is like unbelievable. Yeah, and it, it, one of the things that are requirements for the school teachers is they are supposed to come up with curriculum that teaches uh, the all the contributions that have come about from LBGT and transgender community. I mean, what what have been all the this is the transgender community is a very recent you know uh, exploration of a social construct and a cultural Marxist movement. What's what's all these contributions? Caitlyn Jenner and, and his reality show. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> It's it, it's sad if it wasn't so silly that it's that it's happening, but it begins with kindergarten, and that's um, even more pathetic. If your parents aren't notified what instruction is being given to the kids, it's being done by the teacher with their own discretion under the direction of the. Uh, laws passed by the California Teachers Association. Yeah, well, it's no wonder that, that a lot of parents have decided to homeschool, but not everybody has that opportunity to homeschool. And when they're not even allowing parents to opt out, um, it's crazy. Yesterday I reported on uh, the Kansas GOP and how they actually passed resolutions against this, telling schools that they could not require parents to have their children uh, attend these kinds of classes, and that's the kind of thing that we need. We need some. We need some courageous legislators around the country and here in California pushing back against this. Because even if you believe that there are, according to California here, they've here's the different categories. They've got um, gender nonconforming. These are people that say I'm not what I was assigned as a sex. Uh, you're a, you're you're being assigned by science. They've got the ambigender, which are people that say, I'm not any gender, I'm anti-gender. There's, or ambigender is kind of like being ambidextrous. You can go both ways, male or female. There's the agender, which are the people that say I'm anti-gender. There's the gender fluid, which is I go back and forth. Then there's the questioning gender, which are people who aren't sure, which, you know, I think they could go old school and just look down their pants. It depends um, what bathroom they want to go to today. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, yeah. They, it's no wonder that we've got kids coming out that can't speak. We've got, you know, high, you know, low graduation rates, kids not going on to college, the ones that are coming out, you know, with with worthless degrees. Um, we, we've replaced shop class. We've replaced home ec class. We've replaced all the we've replaced all the education that prepared kids to go out into the world. And we've replaced it with. Um, agender and ambigender classes. It's sad because the focus is no longer on education, but indoctrination. And yeah. it's uh, twelve years, and by the time the kid gets out of school, he's he's basically uh, illiterate. Doesn't know what to do with his life. You are illiterate and not prepared. And you know, not everybody is. Um, not everybody wants to go to college. Not everybody's interested in college. And when you and when you take education out of the classes, you don't even you don't, kids no longer even start to explore what they want to do because they're not exposed to different different industries and different careers and different things. That's one reason why you decided to bring shop class and work to bring shop class and trade school and trade classes back in the schools. Where are you at with your your movement? Well, we've done pretty well. We had a big gathering of uh, six union construction company uh, organizations at our last meeting, and they're going to join with the uh, school association, the uh, boards of education, to begin helping the schools understand how to set up these shop classes and then help them get the supplies and even send instructors in to help give speeches and talks in given different trades, whatever trade uh, is going to be focused on at a, at a given high school. 
Well, you know what? When you've got, we, we have uh, some 313,000 jobs were created in February alone. We've had three some million something jobs been created just since President Trump's been in office. With these tariffs that he's put in and the promise of new jobs in steel, we're seeing the 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 jobs right now that are are, are not filled. We don't have enough people with trade skills to do the jobs. Those are the jobs where where they're struggling to find somebody to fill, right? Right, and they're good paying, and there's no no big college debt hanging on their heads. So it's a, a great way and a good alternative for kids to be able to find a good life in their future. Yeah, and, you know, uh, in, especially given the high cost of California. You know, you've got yeah. a much better chance of being able to afford to buy a home here in California if you're a plumber than if you're a new uh, law school graduate with, with $300,000 in debt hanging over your head, and that's for real. Yeah, that's true. And, they, and a lot of these kids that do get a degree out of college, it's, it's for philosophy or, or some other uh, hapless uh, course that's not going to give them any good income or a future career that has value to them. It's a shame. Right. And, you know, you can actually take a trade like being a plumber and actually start a business. We've got we've got a local plumber business here in San Diego, and it's owned by a woman. And I got to tell you, I don't know how, how many tr- vans she's got in her fleet. But some of the most successful people that we have in San Diego County are people that started with the trade, started swinging a hammer, and now they're basically big business owners. So it's it's a great way into um, in, into work and, and just amazing industries. Thank you for your efforts in that. Tell everybody about your book, too, in the 30 seconds or so we have left with you. <laughs> well, I did a book that reviewed, of course, what's been happening for 55 years in education and the trillions that have been spent with not much effect to reduce the gap between races and I say who cares what the gap is teach each student according to their own individual ability stop doing this clustering by people and help them find the right course in life so they can really get a good education and have a great life when they get out and yeah. contribute to the country all right and the book is where can they get it at amazon is the best place to get it all right and the in the name of the book Facing Reality in American Education. All right, Bob Walters, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Take care. Bye, hon. Okay, so this video is going around, this viral video of this woman from National City. Her name is Perla Morales Luna, 36, speaking of kids. The controversy about this video is that her kids, teenagers, were screaming and crying and carrying on as the Border Patrol got dragged her out of a car. Um, Well, why did the Border Patrol drag this woman out of her car and haul her away in National City here in San Diego? Because not only is she here illegally, but this woman is an organizer for a, and I'm quoting, a transactional, transnational criminal smuggling operation. Oh, but she was, she's been here in this country, her defense attorney says. She's been here in this country since she was 15, and she has her kids that she had, the ones screaming, are all American citizens now. How can you tear apart this family? Because this woman is not only illegal herself in coming here, but she is committing crimes against this country by being an organized person smuggler? Are you kidding me? And oh, by the way, but it's all, and if you look at every headline for this video, here's what really ticks me off. Heartbreaking video. Well, you know what? I want to see the heartbreaking video of Kate Steinle dying in her dad's arms going viral. Where was that video? We separate families every day in this country with kids crying. Because the parents committed a crime and had to go off to jail. Why is it that illegals are getting away with crimes? There was actually, in Colorado tonight, there is an illegal who uh, drove drunk, 
smashed into a man. You can see the video of a man burning alive in his big rig because there was an illegal alien drunk crashed into him, and the Colorado sheriff is refusing to hand him over to ICE. That is absolutely crazy. I didn't get a chance to talk about what you were doing this weekend, DJ Carrot Sticks. Tell everybody real quick. Mariachi Fest, Sunday, down at uh, Chicano Park. That's it? We got 20 more seconds. Where can people... I'll be there uh, giving away stuff at the swag tent. Uh, come play Planko. Come play Planko with DJ Mariachi. Carrot. 10 mariachi bands. Music, fun, Lucha Libres. Come, come on down and see a DJ Carrot Sticks. All right. By Andrea Kay.